Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears Tournament Basketball. We're 15 minutes away from the tip-off, and it's time for the PNC Bank pregame show, a comprehensive look at this Waynedale Golden Bears Tournament game. Brought to you by PNC Bank. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Worcester High School for tonight's district championship game in Division Three boys basketball. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along tonight on UltimateSportsTalk.com as tonight the Waynedale Golden Bears, the number one seed in this year's tournament, 18-5 and on the year. They won the Wayne County Athletic League with a record of 11-3, and take on the number two seeded Oberlin Phoenix at 18-6, and and they finished second in the Stripes Division of the Patriot Athletic Conference with a record of 12 and 4. You've got teams that are diametrically opposed heading into this one. The Patriots, they are a young squad. They start a sophomore and four juniors. The Bears, they start four seniors and a junior. The Bears, well, they like to shoot three pointers. Oberlin likes to get it down low. Oberlin likes to press. Waynedale doesn't press. So you've got two teams that are going to play different styles here tonight in this one and want to come out with a chance to win the district championship and head into the regional semifinals, which will begin on Wednesday night at the Canton Fieldhouse in the second game, and that will be played against the winner of the Tusloth-St. Thomas Aquinas district championship game, which is happening over in Salem tonight. That will begin probably about 8.15 this coming Wednesday night. It's eerie, really, how this tournament has worked out for Waynedale, almost down to the T of three years ago. The last time Waynedale made the district finals, they've won two tourney games, Orville 65-64 in double overtime, and Tuesday over Norway, 49-40. Now, Oberlin heads into this one, winners of nine of their last 11, and two tournament games also. They beat Wellington at home, 73-40 in the opener, and then Monday night, they won over Northwestern by a final of 75-69. to The Phoenix are led by their junior point guard, 5'9", Caleb Hughley. Hughley averages 14 points a game. He likes to drive the ball inside, but he'll also pop an occasional three-pointer. In the game against Northwestern on Monday night, he had three made three-pointers against the Huskies. Donald Johnson... Then he handles the middle. He is a 6'3", junior center. He averages 12 points per ball game for the Phoenix. This is expected to be an up-and-down affair. But the Bears need to control the tempo, break pressure, and not turn the ball over. They had only four turnovers in the game on Tuesday night against Norway, only one in the second half. And if they can do that this evening against Oberlin, they should be in good shape. On March 8, 2013, just three years ago, here at Worcester in the district finals, Oberlin and Waynedale played again. And it was Oberlin winning that one by a final of 45-37. to Oberlin was the number two seed then also, and they entered the game also with an 18-6 and record. The Bears were the three seed and had upset number one seed Norway to get into the semifinals. Oberlin had beaten Elyria Catholic, and in the ball game, Waynedale fell behind early, 11 to two, and made just six baskets in the first half. It still went into the half, down only five, 23 to 18, and then ended up losing the game by eight, 45-37. Brandon Hawkins 
led the Bears that night with 13. Kevin Short had 11, and Ben Kick had five rebounds. But tonight, it's a different team, it's a different year, it's a different tournament, and we'll be back to go back to Tuesday night and relive the Norwayne win and preview tonight's ballgame when our PNC Bank pregame show continues after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. We're about 15 minutes away from the tip-off of tonight's district championship game between Waynedale and the Oberlin Phoenix. So let's go back to Tuesday night's victory over Norway. The Bears won at 49-40 in a defensive tussle against the Bobcats. Their second win of the year against them after losing the first meeting at Waynedale in the second game of the year. The Bears jumped out early and then showed their defense late in the first quarter. Wyman gets it off up the floor to Hiles. He'll drive the lane, got the ball pickpocketed away, taken away by Spidell. Spidell will bring it up on the break. The right ball lays it up on the left side. Good. Right ball with five. Timeout. Norway. 3.43 to go in the first quarter of play. Your score. It is Waynedale 11 and Norway 9. After they showed the defense, the Bears then showed how they could move the ball around with some nifty passing. Purdy around a pick by Mullet. Goes left side to Weaver. He's going to drive the lane. Dish it off to Mullet. Lay it up and in. Oh, what a pretty feed by Weaver to Mullet. Mullet's got four. Bears lead it by eight, 17-9. And that was the score at the end of the first quarter. But then maybe the offensive sequence of the night came in the second quarter of play when Waynedale controlled the boards with three offensive rebounds in one possession. Purdy, double team, can't find anyone. Now gets it off the Strasbaugh on the left baseline to Ryden Ball. All alone for three from the corner, no good. Rebound, Spidell got the rebound in between Kay and Weinman. Aaron dribbles it out of a crowd on the right wing. Gets it down on the left-hand side to Strasbaugh. Left baseline to right ball again. Missed it again. Rebound, Purdy. Purdy this time dribbles it out of a crowd, gets it off to Spidell. Jump pass to Reedy. To Strasbaugh at the free throw line to right ball again for three, same spot, no good again. Rebound Spidell, put it up and in. What a sequence for the Bears. Spidell with his first two, and it's a five point Waynedale lead, 23 18. The Bears added another point and led it at the half, 24 18. In the third, they built a 12 point lead. Back out to Reedy for the three-pointer left wing off the back iron mill. Strasbaugh knocked it around, but it's pulled down by Weinman. Weinman brings it up on the break. Got the ball knocked away from behind. Picked off the floor by Purdy. Purdy up the floor to Spidell. Here we go. He lost the handle on the way up, but then got the, the layup. He was going for the two-hand jam, but lost the handle. But he had enough presence of mind to grab the basketball and lay it in, and the Bears have opened up a 12-point lead. But Norway wouldn't quit. 
They cut the lead down to two, and the Bears had the ball to end the third quarter. Reedy with it, around a pick by Mullet, top of the key, Weaver, back to Brevin. Brevin with 12 seconds, left of the lane to Weaver. Top of the key, Rydenbaugh for the three. Got it! Rydenbaugh with 14, 36-31. Wyman, three-quarter court shot at the buzzer, and he got it to go! Unbelievable shot at the end of the third quarter. He was the three-quarter court through a baseball pass and got it to go twist through the bucket at the end of the third and your score at the end of the three. It is the Bears 36, Norway 34. After the tying the game in the fourth quarter at 38, Norway then went cold and the Bears took advantage, especially Evan Reidenbaugh. We were back over to Reidenbaugh. He'll drive down right baseline. He'll lay it up and in. Right baseline to Reidenbaugh for the three from the corner. Good! Reidenbaugh with 19. He came off a double screen on the baseline. And the Bears lead it by five now, 43-38. Reidenbaugh then added four free throws down the stretch. And the Bears ran out the clock. 49-40 into the front court. Lust left wing three. Won't go off the back iron. Rebound, Reedy. Reedy in the back court will dribble off the clock. One second, and the Bears are going to the finals. Wayndale wins it here tonight by a final score of 49-40. to And that is where we are tonight. Number two, Oberlin, facing number one, Wayndale. Elsewhere around the area in girls' basketball action over the past week. Last night, Lake Ridge upset Highland by a final score of 41-40. to So, Highland is now out of the tournament. Tonight, in the girls' D2 Zanesville Regional Finals, West Holmes is playing Columbus Eastmore. And tomorrow, in the Cuyahoga Falls Regional Finals in Division Three, Gates Mills will take on Chippewa at 23-3. That will be at 1.30 tomorrow afternoon. In wrestling, Waynedale's at the state wrestling tournament in Columbus. It began yesterday. Five wrestlers went to state for the Bears, and they went four and one yesterday. Kyle Ice at 170 got his 100th career pin. Reed Stanley at 160, and Tristan Anderson at 182 also recorded pins. Christian Wellman today at 113 notched a major decision, and Logan Stanley lost his first match, then pinned Brett Call from Shady Side at 353. Today so far, Waynedale. Tied a program record set by its 2012 state championship team by sending three wrestlers into tonight's 6:30 semifinals. So they should have begun just a few minutes ago. Reed Stanley at 160, Kyle Ice at 170, and Tristan Anderson at 182. All won in successive fashion earlier. At one point, all three of the Bears were wrestling on three different mats in Value City Arena's 10 mat layout. Christian Wellman at 113 won his consolation match earlier today and got all Ohio honors. And the Golden Bears ranked fourth after the first round. But if things continue, looks like they've got a pretty good shot at finishing high in the team standings. If you didn't hear about last night's excellent ball game over in the Alliance District, the Copley Boys basketball team ended an historic season. Their 24-game winning streak came to an end as they fell to Uniontown Lake in five overtimes last night, 95-92. to Tonight, it's Tusla at St. Thomas Aquinas in the Salem District Finals, and in the D-East District Finals East at New Philly, Highland is playing Garraway. Tonight here at Worcester, it's Oberlin playing Waynedale. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back to preview tonight's game after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. 
Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances. Track and budget your spending and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, at Worcester High School, it is filling up slowly. Behind me, the Waynedale crowd, they are all filled up. And as far as what's going on across the floor, the Oberlin side, that's about three-quarters filled here this evening. So we are about set for basketball action, about six and a half minutes away from the tip-off of tonight's game. Overland 18 and 6 on the year. They finished second in the Stripes Division behind Clearview in the Patriot Athletic Conference with a 12 and 4 record. Curtis Russell in his ninth year. And no, he's not the guy that starred in the computer that wore tennis shoes in Fast and Furious 8. This is the Kurt Russell that is coaching the Overland Phoenix. He's taken them to two district title games in four years and had two six-game winning streaks this year. And they've won nine of their last 11 heading into tonight. And against Division Three schools, they are 12-0 and this year. Donald Johnson averages 12 points a game, but their leading scorer is junior Caleb Hughley. Averaging 14 points a game. How are they going to react to tonight's pressure? That's an interesting question because they start four juniors and one sophomore. They are athletic. They love to run. They look to force turnovers and create scoring opportunities. They'll play a man-to-man defense. They'll go with a 2-2-1 full-court press. But they don't particularly shoot the ball well. However, they did hit seven three-pointers against Northwestern on Monday night. Caleb Hughley had three. Zion Hicks had two. And David Payne the third, and David Carter each added one. Heading into tonight, they average 58.1 points a game, and they give up 52.7. The Bears at 18-5, and five, though, under head coach Eric Reby in his 16th year, going for his 200th career victory tonight. He's sitting on 199 wins. The Bears are going for their second regional berth in their history. The only other time they went was in Reby's senior year. That was 1987, and they were beaten by Winford in the semis. But now Brevin is a senior. Plus, the Bears have been to three district title games in the last ten years. Turnovers will be a key, defense, and nerves. And we talked about that with Reby before tonight's game. Eric, before tonight's game, I guess it's an understatement, but this is a pretty big game here tonight. How about the nerves? Do you think the kids are ready to go? I think they are. I mean, uh, you hope, um, you know, as a coach and even just as an athlete and as a competitor, you got to have a little bit of butterflies. I mean, you, if you don't, there's something wrong. I mean, and I think that's just the anticipation and ready to get ready, you know, just to go out and play. Uh, leading up to it, you know, it's it's all that preparation. But then once the ball goes up, you just go out and play and do the things you've done all year. But I think the advantage uh, we have, I mean, not over just not just Oberlin, not over Oberlin, but just our advantage as a team is we have a lot of experience and a lot of kids that have uh, been through battles. And you know, I think this year the Wayne County League prepared us for that and. Uh, and hopefully the kids can get through that first couple minutes of the nerves and just go out and play our game. You know, when you look at this game tonight, this is a different Oberlin team than it was four years ago when we played them. It definitely is. I mean, uh, first of all, you know, they, they're real, they're young. I mean, they're all, you know, a lot of juniors, and, uh, you know, they, they have a, a, a lot of good basketball players, guys, you know, a lot of weapons, guys we can't we can't just – I mean, obviously they have a couple 
two guys that are pretty good, but other guys that complement them well. And, you know, three years ago when we were preparing for these guys, we were, I mean, we were preparing for their team, but they had a kid that was really good, the Moore kid, who was really tough and, you know, is playing football at Finley now. So they were almost a one-man show, and uh, we didn't have an answer for him. But this year they're a lot more dangerous. What did you see when you watched them play Northwestern that, that you could take advantage of tonight? Uh, you know, I think if we're, pa- you know, a patient on offense, and, again, when I say patient, I don't mean we're going to slow it down and, and uh, you know, 15 passes, but I think we can get some open looks. I think down, uh, you know, uh, I think with our offense, maybe we have an advantage of doing that, running some ball screens and, and getting some easy looks off of that. Um, and, and, you know, defensively, they're, they, you know, they're going to pick, pick us up and pressure us a little bit, make it full court as much as they can. But they, they're depth, you know, they're not as deep as they've been in the past. So, I, you know, I think we can maybe use that to our advantage as well. You know, on Tuesday night, four turnovers. That's all you committed. It's kind of unrealistic to expect that tonight against a team like this that presses like they do. Yeah, we said that last night to the guys. That was a, one of the last things we said before we broke, broke the huddle after practice. Uh, you know, I commended them on handling the uh, handling the basketball, but I said, now tonight it could be different. You know, we're not going to play the perfect game. We're going to turn the basketball over. One thing we can't do is have multiple turnovers in a row and leading them to some run-out easy baskets, and we can't compound a turnover with another turnover or with a missed assignment on defense. And, you know, we worked on our transition defense last night in anticipation no we're going to miss some shots no one we might turn the basketball over and they're going to try to convert and run up and down the floor so uh if we do a good job of containing those things and you know only making you know one mistake at a time if we make multiple then we're for a long night that's the one thing that i thought if we can keep them from converting turnovers we should be in pretty good shape i think that's going to be a huge factor tonight uh you know that's that's the thing they feed off of the other night i think they did a good job against of that against northwestern they got some easy baskets and kind of you know uh, turn the momentum around when they needed to at times, but uh, that's going to be huge for us tonight, and uh, you know, again, this is a different type of team than we, we see all year, and, and uh, we just got to prepare, be prepared, but you know, at this time, you know, you've seen a lot of things, though. You've seen all different types of defenses and that, but it's just their athletic presence out there, which is something we're going to have to be able to uh, take, you know, hopefully uh, compete with. As far as the Bears are concerned tonight, they come into the game averaging just under 59 points a game and giving up just under 50 points a contest. The keys for tonight's game for Oberlin, they have got to cause and convert turnovers into points against the Bears and dominate inside. For the Bears, they have got to play stellar defense against this Oberlin team. Not give them any easy buckets and break the pressure. If they can do that, they've got a shot at coming out with their sectional second regional berth in the history of Waynedale High School. It's number two Oberlin, 18 and six on the year against number one Waynedale, 18 and five in this district championship game. I'm Dave Mitchell. The tip-off is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of the PNC Bank pregame show. Brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Tournament basketball is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Mark your calendars for the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show. I'm Dave Mitchell. Starting Monday night, March 7th at 9, Mark Donahue and I return for the sixth straight season to discuss the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. We'll keep you informed on every move the teams make, in-depth interviews, and no-holds-barred commentary. And this year, we invite you, the fans, to call in and voice your opinion. The bats and balls are out, and spring training is underway. It's the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, beginning Monday night, March 7th at 9, on UltimateSportsTalk.com.
UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Tournament Basketball. This game is brought to you by the Spidel Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster, Yoder Builders in Orville, the Harvest Market in Apple Creek, the Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192, Murphy's Promotions, call 464-1970, the Apple Creek drive through on Main Street in Apple Creek, Casa de Sassi, call 330-830-9760, Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek, the Shop Brothers Farms, Miller Custom Exteriors, call 695-4905. And by Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. This contest is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the floor for this Waynedale Golden Bear Tournament basketball game. Thirteen teams came into this tournament looking to play on this Friday evening. Eleven of them are gone. Two of them remain. It's the Waynedale Golden Bears, the number one seed, taking on the number two seed at Oberlin Phoenix. Good evening, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Welcome to the Division Three District Championship game between the Golden Bears and the Phoenix. The winner of this game tonight moves on to the regional tournament, and they will play on Wednesday night in the second game of two at the Fieldhouse against the winner of the Tusla St. Thomas Aquinas winner over in Salem this evening. As far as this game is concerned, they have played twice in three in four years. The Bears, back on March 8th of 2013, lost to Oberlin as they went to the regional tournament that night with a 45-37 win. So the Bears are looking for a measure of revenge here tonight. It is a packed house at Worcester High School. The Waynedale Golden Bears sold out all their adult tickets earlier today, and Oberlin has come out and represented their team well here tonight, making the 50-mile trek down south into Worcester for tonight's game. So let's check the starting lineups for tonight's district final. First of all, for the visiting team on the scoreboard, the Oberlin Phoenix at 18 and 6 on the year under head coach Kurt Russell. They will start at the forwards, a 6-1 sophomore, number one, Justin Smith. At the other forward will be number two, David Payne the third. He is a six-foot junior. In the middle is Donald Johnson. He's their second leading scorer, number 35, a 6-4 junior. Johnson averaging 12 points a game. Zion Hicks will be one guard at number 10. He's a 5'8 junior. And at the other guard will be their leading scorer, number 12, Caleb Hughley. Hughley is a 5'9 junior. So it's Smith and Payne in the front court for Oberlin. In the middle is Donald Johnson. Hicks and Hughley are in the backcourt. They'll go about three deep with Mark Robinson, David Carter, and Trayvon Jackson coming in off the bench, but they don't play much. Oberlin coming in off of their victory on Monday night over Northwestern, 75-69. to Kurt Russell in his ninth year as head coach of the Oberlin Phoenix. He is assisted by George Beard, Dave Watson, and Morgan Jones. Now for the home team on the scoreboard tonight, the Waynedale Golden Bears. They will start at the forwards. Number 23, Aaron Spidell. Spidell averaging at even 11 points a game. He is a 6'2 senior. At the other forward is Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh averaging 9.8 points per ball game. He leads the team in three-point makes this year. 
Right Baugh, number 33, a six-foot senior. In the middle is Nick Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh is averaging five points and five rebounds a ball game. Number 11, a 6'1 senior. And in the backcourt will be Colton Purdy, a 5'10 junior. Purdy on the season is averaging 5.9 points per game. And Brevin Reeby is the other guard, the Bears' leading scorer, a 5'10 senior, number 21. Brevin is averaging 12.2 points per ball game. So it's Fidel and Reitbaugh at the forward, Strussbaugh in the middle, Purdy and Reeby at the guards. Eric Reeby in his 16th year, 199 victories against 161 defeats. So he's going for win number 200 tonight. He is assisted by Kevin Stacy, Pat Mitchell, Rick Geiser, and Kyle Ritchie. A side note on the Bears coaches. Eric Reeby got to the regional tournament his senior year. They were beaten by Whitford. Kevin Stacy got to the state tournament playing for Canal Fulton Northwest, where they were defeated in the semifinals by Ottawa Glandor. Pat Mitchell played in 2006 for Waynedale on the district team, district title team that went to the the district championship game and lost to Northwestern. Rick Geiser played in the district championship game and lost, and Kyle Ritchie for Orville played in the district championship game and lost a few years ago. So a lot of tournament tournament experience on the bench for the Bears. Bears in their home white uniforms with brown numerals and gold trim going from right to left across your computer screen. Overland in their dark blue uniforms with red numerals and white trim. It is Johnson and Strasbaugh in the center circle. We are set to go in this championship game. The tip is controlled in the backcourt by Oberlin to Smith, and we're underway in this championship game. Oberlin going from left to right. Your officials tonight, Michael Clark, Adam Loudon, and Larry Reardon. With the basketball on the left-hand side as Smith gets it off to Hicks. Hicks jump pass to Smith, left wing, gets it underneath to Johnson. Got the ball knocked free, but it goes back out to Smith. Top of the key, now it goes over to Payne. Payne, left wing to Smith. He's going to dribble to the free throw line. Gets it off to Hughley. Hughley to the line, jump pass left wing to Smith. Drives left baseline, puts up the shot too hard. Rebound, Spidell. Aaron pulls down the rebound and gets it off to Purdy in the Bears' first possession. Coming up from right to left. Purdy across the timeline. Bounce pass on the left wing to Rydenbaugh. Now to Reby. Gets it off to Strasbaugh. Drives the lane. Laid it up. Won't go too hard. Tipped up by Spadoil. No. Rebound comes down to Strasbaugh. Out to Purdy for the left wing. Three. Got it. Purdy with the left wing three. Thanks to a couple of offensive rebounds by the Bears. And the Bears lead it three to nothing. And the ball got loose on the baseline. So the referee stopped the clock. Bears drop back into a man-to-man defense. Seven minutes to go in the first quarter, and Waynedale on top of it, three to nothing. Into the front court comes Hughley. Hughley with the basketball in the right wing gets it off to Johnson inside the lane, spins to his left, left hand hook shot up, no good. Rebound knocked around on the baseline, out of bounds. Last touch by Smith, and it will go back to Waynedale. Now here comes the full court pressure that we're expecting out of Oberlin. They go 2-2-1. Now it appears they're going to go man-to-man full court pressure. Inbounds pass comes to Purdy. Purdy is going to be guarded by Hicks. And Purdy will bring it up by himself behind the back dribble. Across the timeline up the right-hand side to the wing. Gets it off top of the circle. Look for Strasbaugh in the back door. Now to Spidell, left of the circle. Left wing, Reby. Reby around a pick by Spidell. Top of the circle. Brevin looked for the three, but dishes it off to Strasbaugh. Now to Rydenbaugh, right baseline. Now brings it out to the wing. With it is Rydenbaugh. Can't find anyone. Picked up the dribble. Gets a bounce pass out near the center circle to Spidell. He'll drive. Got the ball knocked free. Stolen away by Hughley. Hughley's going to bring it up behind the back dribble. Lost it out of bounds, and he walked. Hughley tried to get just a little too cute on the fast break. 
Bears had four turnovers on the night against Norway on Tuesday. That's their first here this evening. Strasbaugh will put the ball in play. He's going to throw a long feet pass to, Str- to Spidell. He's going to drive the lane, lay it up too hard, and the rebound will be taken down by Hughley. Hughley will bring it the other way on the run. Pass over on the left wing to Smith. Smith looked for the three. He's all alone. Won't take it. Smith with it. Now he'll shoot it from three-point range. Got it. Smith, the line drive shot from the left wing, ties things up at three apiece. 5.54 to go in the first quarter. Purdy bringing it up the left-hand side. Double team near the timeline. Lost the handle. And it will be a 10-second violation on the Bears. So another turnover by Waynedale. We're tied at three. Bears just need to keep themselves calm. I know the nerves are going to be a big part of this early in the ballgame. But if they can get Oberlin down, they're a young squad, and we'll see how they react being down late in the game. With it is Johnson. Johnson, top of the key, lobs a pass underneath. Knocked away and stolen away by Spidell. Knocked away by Strasbaugh, but Spidell picked it up. Spidell's going to drive right side of the lane. He'll lay it up, won't go, and he's fouled, and he'll go to the line. Aaron will go line left on the foul by Justin Smith, his first, and the first against either team tonight. Spidell goes line left, shooting two on the year. Aaron has had his struggles, 54%. Shoots it. Got it. Aaron with his first point of the night. And the Bears have regained the lead at 4-3. 5.29 to go in the first period. Nice crowd here tonight at Worcester High. Almost capacity filled. Second one by Spidell. Good again. Aaron with two from the line. And the Bears lead it. 5-3 by two. Bringing it up is Johnson. Johnson drives inside the lane. And there will be a foul called underneath. As Oberlin really trying to push the ball up the floor quickly. Foul on Brett Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh with his first. And the first against the Bears. Inbounds left of the bucket. Comes to Johnson left baseline. Spins to the baseline. Put it up and it'll be a foul called against Spidell. Johnson threw it up and in and he's fouled. Bucket will count. Foul on Spidell. That will be his first. Johnson with his first two. That ties the game up again at five. And Johnson will go line right. Looking to give Oberlin their first lead of the evening with 5.19 to go in the quarter. Johnson shoots it. Got it. One thing about Oberlin, they did not show a propensity for hitting free throws on Monday night against Northwestern, but they hit that one, and they lead it for the first time at 6-5. Purdy brings it up. Double team. Now gets it off on the left-hand side to Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh looking underneath. Now goes to Spidell. The way Oberlin is overplaying on defense out of the man-to-man, the Bears might be able to get a lot of backdoor cuts tonight. With it is Reidenbaugh, top of the circle. Look for the three, but they have got Payne all over him. With it on the right side is Strasbaugh. He's going to drive the lane, lay it up. It won't. It will go, but they're going to call an offensive foul, I believe, on Strasbaugh. Adam Loudon, we've seen him about three times this year, and he has been one of the, well, let's say most inconsistent officials we've seen. And he starts out tonight doing the same thing. First foul called against Strasbaugh. 6-5, Oberlin with the basketball. Top of the circle, Hicks goes off to Smith. He's going to drive the left wing, laid it up and in. Strasbaugh really had to lay off of Smith on the drive because he picked up that foul early. And it's 8-5, Oberlin. On the left side is Reby. Reby around a pick by Spidell, top of the circle. Reby with the basketball, right side to Strasbaugh. Now off on the right wing, it goes to Purdy. Purdy with it between the circles to Aaron Spidell. Left wing, it goes to Reby, all alone for the three-pointer. Off the front iron, no. Spidell got the offensive rebound. Dribbles it off into the left baseline, up to the corner. 
Now up to the wing. Spidell will drive the lane. He'll lay it up. Got hammered on the way to the bucket. And they'll call a foul. And Aaron will go to the line shooting two. Foul will be called on Justin Smith. That will be his second. Shane Weaver will come into the ball game now. And this is where the Bears hope they can make hay tonight by going to their bench. Spidell, two points tonight. Shoots the free throw. Rattled it in and out. No good. Weaver in, Purdy is out with 4.10 to go in the quarter. 8-5, Phoenix on top of it. Spidell will go line left for the second one. Missed the first one, now hits the second one. He's got three. And it is 8-6. Oberlin leads it by two. Now the Bears are going to put on some full court pressure. Smith in the backcourt, gets it off the Hicks. Over to Hughley, now on the left-hand side to Smith. Smith with it, underneath pass to Johnson. Stolen away by Reidenbaugh. Evan with the basketball, gets it off to Strasbaugh with 3.55 to go in the quarter. Up the floor is Reby, up the left side in front of the scorer's table to the left of the circle. Reby's going to drive the lane behind the back dribble, into the lane, spins to his right, put it up for seven, good. Brevin with his first two, and we're tied for the third time tonight, this time at eight. Into the front court comes... Hughley, and Hughley ran right over Strasbaugh, and again, it's a block against Strasbaugh, and that will be his second, and Adam Mullet pops up off the bench and will come into the ballgame. We have already got more fouls called in the first four minutes of this, or I should say, yes, four minutes of this game than we had the entire first half in Tuesday night's game, courtesy of Adam Loudon. 8-8 your score, 3.35 to go in this first quarter. With it is Payne. Payne on the right side in front of the Waynedale bench. Gets it to the free throw line to Smith. Back over on the right-hand side to Payne. Right of the circle. Bounce pass and goes to Johnson. Baseline right. Put it up. No good. Rebound out of bounds. Last touch by Hughley. And it will go back to Waynedale. We're tied at 8. 3.20 to go in this first period. Full court pressure again put on by Oberlin. Into the pass. Inbounds. Comes to Reby. Reby is going to run the point now with Purdy on the bench. Reby with the basketball between the legs dribble. Brings it across the timeline. Double team near the timeline. Jump pass intercepted by Hughley. Hughley's going to bring it up around Weaver. Lay it up and in. And there's what we talked about on the pregame show. Conversion of turnovers. And Oberlin did it that time. And they lead it 10-8. Reby in the backcourt. Passes it into the front court. It goes to Reidenbaugh. Stolen away by Smith. Smith knocked away from behind by Reidenbaugh. Gets it right back to Reby. Reby into the front court. Stops with the dribble. Left-hand side, Weaver. Weaver gets it off to Reidenbaugh. Left wing. Reidenbaugh with it. Left side to Reby. Reby with it. With the dribble. With the right hand on the left wing. Drives inside. Throws up a shot. Won't go off the rim. Rebound, Reby. Out front to Reidenbaugh. Long three. Top of the circle. No good. Rebound will go out of bounds. And it will go back to Oberlin. Bears might need a timeout here. They're getting rattled with 2.28 to go in the first quarter. Down 10 to 8. Riding ball with his first shot of the night, and he is being covered well by Payne. Bears now putting on some pressure, but now we're going to have to wait for Justin Smith to tie his shoes near midcourt. Oberlin will put the ball in play. On the near sideline, and they inbound the basketball to Hughley, and he'll bring it up with the right hand. Hughley guarded by Reidenbaugh. On the left wing, it goes to Hicks. Hicks with it. Back out front to Payne. Now over to Smith on the right side of the front court. Dribbles right in the circle. Now back out front. Smith with the basketball, dribbling in against Weaver. Drives down to the right baseline around Weaver. Stopped by Mullet, but he puts it up right side from five. Got it. Smith has got seven. 
and it's 12-8. Oberlin leads their biggest lead of the night of four. We're under two minutes to go in the quarter. Reby will bring it up. Reby behind the back dribble. Brings it up the left-hand side to the line, to the lane. Dumps it off underneath the Mullet. Nice feed up and in by Adams. Mullet with his first two, 12-10, Oberlin. Hughley into the front court on the left-hand side. Dribbles in against Reidenbaugh. Back out front, Smith. Now over on the right side to Hicks. Over to Payne. Payne with it, looking underneath for Johnson. Johnson with the basketball. Gets it back over on the left-hand side to Hughley. Now to Hicks. Hicks underneath to Johnson. Got the ball knocked free and out of bounds. Back to the Bears on the turnover. Oberlin has committed five turnovers tonight. So have the Bears with a minute 28. Reedy will leave the ball game, and Bixler will come in. Purdy is back into the ball game also, and Ridenball will get a breather with a minute 28. Bears are letting the point guards bring the ball up the floor by themselves against this press, and so far Purdy seems to have an easier time doing it than Reedy. On the right side, Purdy gets the ball knocked free. Excuse me, Mullen did. Off to Smith. Smith drives in against Weaver. Put it up. No. And an offensive foul called on Smith as he ran over the top of Weaver. And that'll be three on Smith, if I'm correct. Well, that'll be his second correction. Into the ball game now is Trayvon Jackson, a 5'10 senior, number five. He'll come in for Smith. And also in David Carter. Carter will check in for Payne for Oberlin. A minute 12 to go in the first period. Weaver will inbound the basketball to Purdy in the backcourt. Bears with an opportunity to take the lead here. Purdy with it on between the circles with the right-hand dribble. Purdy with it, picks up the dribble. That still hasn't picked up the dribble, and that'll be a five-second violation called as Purdy didn't get rid of the ball. Eric Reby doesn't like the call, and I'm not sure that the defender... Hughley was up on Purdy enough to have a five-second violation. And Adam Loudon, who I don't think even understands what a five-second violation is, is over trying to explain it to Eric Reeves. With it is Trayvon Jackson. Gets it on the right-hand side to Carter. Carter top of the circle. It goes now to Mark Robinson. Put up the two-pointer. No good. Rebound comes down underneath to Carter. Carter with the basketball. Saved in on the sideline and he gets it back outside to Hughley. Hughley inside the center circle with 30 seconds to go in the first quarter. Oberlin with a two-point lead. Hughley skating across that timeline. Getting very close to it. Dribbles around Bixler down to the left baseline. Back outside it goes to Robinson. Now to Carter. Carter over on the right-hand side to Jackson. Jackson threw it away into the backcourt. Picked up by Purdy. Purdy's going to drive inside. Lay it up, and it will go. Purdy got the bucket. His fifth on the turnover. Tie game. Two seconds. Half-court shot by Hughley at the buzzer, and he got it. Hughley hit a three-pointer from inside the circle. And it, it and now Adam Loudon has just given a warning to Eric Reedy. Adam Loudon is one of the worst officials, along with Norm Baker, in basketball. I don't even know how this guy gets on the floor. It's, Oberlin leads it by three, 15-12 at the end of the first quarter. For the last 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been servicing the public and been a supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like the Bears, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has a history of tradition and hard work. Just stay in your vehicle and cruise in. At the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, every beverage and snack need is met with prompt, courteous service. So if you need a snack on the go, stop by at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek. Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck in tournament play. When it comes to cheering on your team, chips and dip don't cut it. So build a better game plan, one that starts with tender, juicy pork. 
kick things off with a pork tenderloin and sausage flatbread. Serve a slam dunk with sweet and spicy pork kebabs. Or hit it out of the park with a hearty pork meatball sandwich. With pork, there are countless ways to keep game day going strong. Find more winning ideas at porkbeinspired.com. Brought to you by Shop Brothers Farm and the Northeast Ohio Pork Producers. Wishing the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Well, it wasn't a tee against Eric Reeby. It was just a warning. Bears will have the basketball to open up the second quarter of play after that half-court shot by Hughley gave Oberlin the lead at 15-12. to Purdy with the basketball between the circles. Gets it off to Weaver. Bears are bothered by this Oberlin full-court pressure. Gets it off to Mullet. Right of the lane. Inside the lane. Blocked out of the air by Johnson. Saved in. It goes right into the hands of Johnson. Johnson's going to bring it up. Trayvon Jackson, excuse me. Jackson pulls up for seven. Put it up right side. Got it. Bears have got to shut this break down. They're down by five now. That's the biggest lead of the night by Oberlin. Purdy in the backcourt. Purdy with it across the timeline. Jump pass to Weaver, left of the front court. Weaver with it on the left-hand side to the free throw line. He's going to drive the lane. Dish it off to Jake Schaup into the right corner. Schaup right of the lane to Mullet. Backing it against Johnson. Turns into the lane. Laid it up with the left hand. Good. That's what the Bears may have to do is start feeding the ball down low to Mullet to try to get Johnson in foul trouble. With it is Jackson. Over on the right-hand side, Robinson. Robinson with it over to Jackson. Now back to the circle. It goes to Payne. Payne with it on the left-hand side to Jackson. Jackson with it. Dribbles out top of the circle on the right-hand side to Hicks. Hicks with it on the left-hand side. It goes to Johnson. Now Johnson gets it right of the circle. And it goes over on the left-hand side to Hicks. And he walked with it. Eight turnovers in the game against Oberlin. Five against Waynedale. In that first quarter, Oberlin was 5 of 9 from the field. And that is unlike them. They didn't shoot like that against Northwestern. Trayvon Jackson will leave the ball game and back into the lineup is David Payne. 6.49 to go in the period. Now Hughley will come back in and David Carter will leave. That is exactly what Kurt Russell likes to do with the Phoenix is just get his players one to two minutes of break and then get them right back into the ball game. He does not go very deep on his bench. 17-14, Bears with it, 6.40 to go in the first half. Purdy brings it up the right side, double team near the sideline. Purdy with it, stops, got the ball knocked away, and a foul will be called against Zion Hicks, and that will be his first. And that will be the fourth against Oberlin as a team. 6.36 to go in the quarter. Schaup is out of the ballgame. Spidell is back in. Reidenbaugh is back in also, and so is Brevin Reby. And sitting down, Schaup, Mixler, and Weaver. Strasbaugh is on the bench with those two personal fouls that he picked up early in the first quarter. Inbounds to Spidell between the circles. Lob pass underneath to Reidenbaugh, and then he threw it right back to Spidell, threw it over his head and out of bounds. Bears have got six turnovers tonight. That's two more than they had on Tuesday night against Norway in the entire game. 6.28 to go in the first half. With it is Hughley. Drives inside the lane against Reidenbaugh. Dishes it off onto the right corner to Jackson for the three. Got it. Trayvon Jackson with five, and it's 19-14 over. Purdy will bring it into the front court. Purdy with it. Spins to his left with the basketball. Crossover dribble. Bears are doing too much dribbling. With it is Mullet. Mullet right of the circle. Now to Spidell between the circles. Aaron goes left wing to Brevin Reby. Reby around a pick by Spidell. Got a pass over on the left baseline down to the block to Spidell. Spins to his left. Put up a hook shot. The lane good. Spidell's got five. And it's 20-16 to 16 over. Into the front court comes Robinson. Robinson top of the circle. Now to Trayvon Jackson. Left hand side Hughley. Near the sideline left. 
Hughley drug the pivot foot right in front of the ref. No call. Left of the lane. It goes to Johnson. Johnson backing in. Spins to the baseline. Put it up with the left hand. Missed everything. And the rebound taken by Spidell. And a foul will be called on Hughley. Hughley will pick up the foul. That will be his first. And that's the fifth against Oberlin as a team. Now Jake Schaup will come in, and Purdy's got to leave. Mullet's going to leave the ball game also. And Wrightbaugh is back in, and now Wayndale will use a timeout. 5.31 to go in this first half of play from Worcester. You're scoring this championship game. It's Oberlin, 20, Wayndale, 16. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidell Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidell Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidell Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidell Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Southern Cooking. That's what you get all the time at the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg. They're famous for their brisket and pulled pork. Try building your own burger. And the wings every Thursday night are half price. Everything cooked to your satisfaction. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10. Friday and Saturday from 11 to midnight. And Sundays, 11 to 8. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Now we'd like to wish Brandon Giles, the Waynedale athletic trainer, congratulations. He and his wife this morning delivered a baby boy, name of Rocco. So congratulations to Brandon. 20 to 16, Oberlin on top of it by four. Bears in the backcourt. Spidell delivers it into the front court to Rydenball. Rydenball with it into the front court. Now gets it off to Reeby after that timeout by Eric Reeby. Revan with the basketball. Gets it on the left-hand side. Now to Weaver. Left side to Schaub. Schaub dribbles around a pick by Weaver. Left of the circle. Cross-court pass knocked away by Trayvon Jackson. Picked off the floor by Jackson. Jackson pulls up for the 14-footer. Left of the lane. Good. Oberlin is just shooting out of their mind right now. Jackson with seven in the ball game, And it is 22-16. Reby on the right-hand side. Gets it down to Schaub. Right corner. Three. In and out. Spun it in and out. Rebound Jackson. Bears cannot hit a three. They can't buy a bucket. Up the floor. Stolen away by Schaup. Schaup in the backcourt with the right-hand dribble. 4.35 to go in this first half. Off to Reby, and Reby will bring it up unopposed into the front court. Stops just over the timeline on the right sideline. Now dribbles near the center circle. Left side to Schaup. Over to Rydenball. Left baseline. Back out front to Schaup. Schaup with it. Top of the circle between the legs. Dribble. Back out front. It goes to Reby. Reby with it on the right side. Back over to Schaup. Underneath pass to Spidell. Put it right back up. It's five. No good. And a foul over the top on Spidell. And that'll be the second on Aaron. That's the fifth against the Bears as a team. 4.13 to go. Now Adam Mullet's going to come into the ball game for Wayndale. So is Justin Smith for Oberlin. Smith will leave. Hughley seems to be cramping up. And he's going to be leaving the ball game, but it's taking him an awful long time to get off the floor. Not sure if he's cramping up or maybe pulled a groin muscle. Mullet has checked into the ball game for Spidell, who had to leave with those two fouls. 4-10 to go in this first half. With the basketball is Oberlin, and they have it to Mark Robinson on the right side to Payne. 
Payne goes back over to Robinson, left wing. Goes to Trayvon Jackson down in the left corner. Back up front, Robinson. Over to Payne. Payne right of the circle, inside the circle. Left baseline to Trayvon Jackson. Shoots the three too hard. Rebound, Jake Schaup. Schaup gets it for Waynedale. 3.45 to go in the half. Bears down by six. 22-16. Reby, shake and bake across the timeline. Hounded by Jackson. That's what they're going to do all night. Reby with the basketball. Looking for a pick. Can't find it. Lost the handle. Picked off the floor by by Justin Smith. Underneath pass to Jackson. Right of the lane. Laid it up and in. Jackson has got nine, and it's an eight-point Overland lead. 24-16, and the pressure is really bothering the Bears. 3.20 to go. Reby will bring it up the front court. Reby with it on the right side. Gets it off to Weaver. Back over to Reby. Reby is really, Brevin I'm talking about, is really upset on the floor right now. Top of the circle to Weaver. Left wing to Schaup. He's going to drive left baseline. Lay it up with a right hand. He'll be fouled and go to the line. Jake saw the avenue to the bucket. Took it. And the foul will be called on Donald Johnson. That is his first. And the team's sixth. Well, you got Kurt Russell, the coach of Oberlin. you got Don Johnson, the man in the middle. All you need now is Vin Diesel and Tubbs in this game. First one by Shout, put it up. No good off the back iron, rimmed out. 24-16. wonder if that's why Johnson goes by Donald and Russell goes by Curtis. 24-16, 3.04 left to go in the first half. Overland on top, Schaup got the second one. It's his first point of the ball game. Purdy in, Schaup out. 24-17, your score. Overland leads it by 7, 3.04 to go in the half. Bringing it into the front court will be David Payne. Payne, the junior, into the front court, hands it off to Robinson. Robinson with the top of the circle on the right side to Smith. Look back door. Gets it now to Hughley, who's back into the ball game to the free throw line. He'll shoot the top of the key jumper. Good. Hughley's got seven. And it's 26-17. And Overland's shooting the ball a lot better tonight than they did against Northwestern. Bears are going to have to tighten up the defense big time as they are down by nine. Purdy with the basketball. Knocked free by Smith into the backcourt. Smith picks it up. Got the ball knocked free by Purdy. Ball loose on the floor. Over to Trayvon Jackson. Now to Robinson. Robinson in the lane. Shut off. Gets it back outside to Payne. And Payne walked with the basketball as he shuffled the feet. Ten turnovers on Oberlin. Nine on Waynedale. 26-17. Bears need a little run here at the end of the first half. Down by nine. Purdy will bring it across. And he takes his time doing it. Into the front court. Crosses the timeline. Off the mullet. Right side Weaver drives right side. He's going to lay it up and it won't go. And a foul will be called. A blocking foul on Oberlin. And it will be called on Hughley and that will be his second. Hughley with his second. That puts Oberlin over the limit. Doesn't matter. Weaver was in the act of shooting and he'll go line left shooting too. 2.09 to go in the half. I want to say hello to Kagan Ludeman again, who's down in Australia, listening this evening to this ball game. I guess it's this morning down in Australia. Weaver puts it up and in. Waynedale alum. Into the ball game now is Trayvon Jackson again with those nine points. Weaver line left for the second one. Eyes it, shoots it. That one crawls off the front iron, off the backboard and in. 
Weaver hits both of them, his first two, and the Bears are down by seven, 26-19. Now the Bears putting on pressure. Smith in the backcourt. Smith gets it off on the right-hand side to Robinson. Robinson back to Smith, up the floor to Payne, down on the left baseline to Trayvon Jackson, dribbles up to the wing to the top of the circle. Jackson with it over to Payne, left sideline. Payne with it. Now between the circles, drives left of the lane. He'll lay it up with a right hand from five feet. No good. And the rebound ripped down by Adam Mullet. Mullet clears it off to Reby, and Reby will bring it up with a minute 40 to go in the half. Reby shake and big dribble across the timeline. Reby looking for a pick. Around a pick by Mullet. Left of the circle, it goes to Weaver. Now off around the left corner to Purdy. Purdy dribbles up to the left side of the wing. Got the ball knocked free. Over on the left baseline to Weaver. Weaver double team, spins to the baseline. Gets it off to Reby. Right corner for three. Off the back iron, no. Rebound tapped outside. Comes down to Purdy in the lane. Put it up and in from seven. Purdy has got seven. And it's 26-21, Oberlin. Again, full court pressure by the Bears. Payne into the front court to Robinson. Robinson double team back over to Trayvon Jackson. Left side to Payne, double team. Payne, hook pass over on the right baseline to Justin Smith. He'll drive right side, put it up from seven on a floater. No good, rebound Purdy. Colton with it, got the ball knocked free, but Colton got it back. Colton with the basketball, 50 seconds to go in the half. Bears down by five. Purdy into the front court with the basketball, dribbling in against Smith. Backs it out to the right wing. Top of the key, riding ball for three. Got it to go! Evan with three. It's a two-point Oberlin lead. 26-24, a half a minute to go in the half. Payne over to Smith, left side. Back to Payne in the backcourt. Into the front court to Trayvon Jackson. Double team near the scorer's table. Back out near the center circle to Payne. Now over to Smith, back to Payne. Payne with it with 20 seconds to go. He'll stand there and hold the basketball. 26-24, Oberlin, 15 seconds to go in the half. Payne with it in the center circle. Now to Smith, left of the front court. Smith standing out near the Worcester insignia on the sideline. He'll drive right side. Get it off to Trayvon Jackson, open for the three. Got it with two seconds, and that will end the first half of play. Trayvon Jackson has got 12. He's shooting out of his gourd. He's got two threes, and at halftime, your score. It is Oberlin. 29, Waynedale, 24. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice, 1-800-589-4905, or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek.
You're listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears Tournament Basketball. It's time for the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show. The Apple Creek Bank. Visit applecreekbank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. Well, it's hard to believe, but Waynedale is down by only 5, 29-24. It's not the shooting that is giving the Bears problems. It is the fact that they're not putting up enough shots in that first half. They only shot 16 times in the first half. They made eight of them, so they're shooting 50% from the field here tonight, but they are just not shooting enough right now, and they are down by five, thanks to Trayvon Jackson, who's leading both teams in scoring with 12 points here tonight. Jackson is just going off on the Bears. Number five, he didn't do anything like this against Northwestern, but he's had two threes here this evening for 12 points to lead the way for the Phoenix. For the Bears, they are being led by Colton Purdy with seven, but Brevin Reeby's got to get off the schneid here. He's got two points here tonight. 29-24, your score here at halftime. Bears down by five in this district championship game. We'll be back with a take a look at the stats for tonight's first half right after this timeout. The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Dave Mitchell back at Worcester High School. We're at halftime of this district championship game. 29-24 here at halftime. Bears down by five. Let's take a look at the stats. First of all, for Oberlin, who's leading. Trayvon Jackson off the bench. 12 points in this first half. Two threes, one rebound. Seven points each going to Caleb Hughley on one three. And seven points to Justin Smith. He's got one three. And Donald Johnson down low completed a three-point play. The old-fashioned way, and he's got three points tonight. Bears, though, are really doing the job rebounding-wise. Oberlin has only got three rebounds tonight, one of them offensive, but they have committed seven fouls from the free-throw line. Oberlin was one of one from the stripe, obviously for 100%, but turnover-wise, they committed ten. From the field, Oberlin, well, they're four of five from three-point range for 80%, and they were 12 of 20 from the field for 60%, and inside the lane, they have gotten 10 shots in the first half, and the Bears really need to settle that down here in the second half if they hope to come back and win this game. For Waynedale, well, they are being led tonight by Colton Purdy with seven points, one three-pointer, two rebounds tonight for Colton. Aaron Spidell has got five points tonight, four points to Adam Mullet. Spidell, by the way, three of four from the line. Adam Mullet, four points tonight. Three points going to Evan Reidenbaugh on one three. Two points to Shane Weaver. They were from the free throw line. 
Brevin Reby has got two points, and Jake Schaup has got one on one of two from the free throw line. The Bears, as a team, went to the line eight times and converted six free throws for 75%. Rebound-wise, they collected nine rebounds. Aren't many rebounds being handled here tonight, mainly because both teams are shooting so well. The Bears, in that first half, believe it or not, were only 8 of 16 for 50%. That was overall. They were 6 of 10 from three-point range, or 6 of 10 from two-point range, and they were 2 of 6 from three-point range for 33%. From the line, as I said, 6 of 8, they committed six fouls in the first half of play. They grabbed nine rebounds, four of them offensive, and they had nine turnovers in the first half. The lead was held by Waynedale twice. Oberlin's biggest lead at one time was nine points. They've led it three times, and as far as the game being tied, it's been tied four times here in the first half, but right now, the Bears are down on the scoreboard by a score of 29 to 24. We'll be back with more in this district championship game from Worcester High School after this timeout. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Bears down on the scoreboard. 29-24. At the end of the first quarter, Oberlin had a three-point lead. 15-12. The Bears had actually cut it to two at 26-24. But then Trayvon Jackson hit his second of two three-pointers at with two seconds to go in the first half to extend the lead to 29-24. What do the Bears have to do? They have got to be able to break this pressure better than they have been. They're just putting too much pressure right now on on Purdy and Reby to bring the ball up the floor. They've got to pass the ball better, and they've got to distribute the basketball better. As far as defensively is concerned, they've got to play better defense on the interior because, as I said, Oberlin had 10 shots inside the lane, and the Bears just need to be able to put more shots up. That's just about as elementary as you can get here. They're down by 5, 29-24. Winner goes to the regionals on Wednesday night, and we'll be back with the second half from Worcester High School after this. You've been listening to the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show, brought to you by the Apple Creek Bank. Visit applecreekbank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. We'll go back to the floor for the second half of this Waynedale Golden Bears Tournament basketball game. After this, on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, or Arizona. Who will win the NCAA College Basketball Tournament? Enter to win this year's UltimateSportsTalk.com March Madness Contest. Simply go to the March Madness icon at the top of our home screen to enter as often as you would like. Choose your brackets and win prizes along the way. Predict a field of 68, down to 32, into the Sweet 16, the Elite 8, and the Final Four to the eventual champion. Join the Ultimate Sports Talk March Madness Bracket Challenge, coming soon. 
Overland will have the basketball to open up the second half of play. Both teams still huddled around their coaches as the clock continues to dwindle down to start the second half. Bears are down 29-24. Overland outscored the Bears 14-12 in that second quarter. But the Bears need to shore up the defense and get the ball up the floor quicker and more efficiently than they did in the first half. Smith, Payne, Johnson, Hicks, and Hughley out for Oberlin. For the Bears, it's Spidell, Reidenbaugh, Strasbaugh, Purdy, and Reby. Nick out there with two personals in that first half, so he's got to play gingerly early in this second half of play. We're about set to go. Oberlin will be going from right to left across the computer screen as they've got it to open up the second half of play as we are getting set to go here from Worcester High. Putting the ball in play will be Payne. He does to Hughley, and we're underway. Hughley in the backcourt with the basketball. Now he'll bring it into the frontcourt, guarded by Rydbaugh. Bears in the man-to-man. On the right-hand side to Payne, top of the circle to Donald Johnson. Dribbles to the free-throw line. Bounce pass over on the left-hand side to Payne. Put it up no good, and the rebound will be taken down out of midair by Nick Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh clears it off to Reby. Now over to Purdy. Purdy in the backcourt stands there and lets Payne come up to him and now brings it into the frontcourt. Purdy with a bounce pass on the left wing to Reby. Revan with it. Top of the circle. It goes to Strasbaugh. He's going to drive the lane. Put the shot up. No. Rebound taken out of the air by Spidell. Spidell gets it off to Reby for three. Drained it. Revan with his first three. He's got five. 29-27. Overland by two. Into the front court is Smith. Smith with it. Top of the circle. It goes to Payne. Right side to Hicks. Hicks with it, back outside to Payne, and Payne will reset the offense for the Phoenix. Out near the center circle, right side to Hicks. Hicks with the top of the circle to Justin Smith. Left wing, Hughley guarded by Rydenbaugh. Hughley's going to drive left baseline, drive underneath the bucket, feeds it off out front to Smith. Smith to the line, back over to Hicks. Hicks looks inside, drives the lane, stops, gets it back out front to Smith for the long three, off the back iron, no, and the rebound will go out of bounds in the left corner, and it will go back to Waynedale. Not sure what Adam Loudon was even looking at. He looked at the other official to see if the ball went off of anybody, and it was clear it didn't. It went right off the rim. 29-27, Bears could tie it. Purdy into the front court, around a pick by Reby. Gets it off up the floor to Spidell, right baseline to Strasbaugh. He'll drive the lane, lay it up and in. Nick attacking the basket, ties the ball game at 29, into the front court Hughley, Hughley throws it up off the rim no good, rebound comes down underneath of Hicks Hicks lost it and they'll call a foul I believe, and again it's Adam Loudon with another brilliant call, Reby with the foul that is his first, and the first against Waynedale in the second half with it is Johnson, left of the circle. On the left-hand side, Payne gets it back to Donald Johnson. 17-footer in the circle, good. Donald Johnson with five, timeout Overland. They'll take a full. 6.09 to go in the third quarter. Your score, it's Overland 31, Waynedale 29. Mark your calendars for the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show. I'm Dave Mitchell. Starting Monday night, March 7th at 9, Mark Donahue and I return for the sixth straight season to discuss the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. We'll keep you informed on every move the teams make, in-depth interviews, and no-holds-barred commentary. And this year, we invite you, the fans, to call in and voice your opinion. The bats and balls are out and spring training is underway. It's the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, beginning Monday night, March 7th at 9 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. 
In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch Quality Stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Well, the Bears are fighting Oberlin and themselves here tonight. Oberlin's going to put the full-court pressure. Both teams have four timeouts left as each team is used to 60 in this game. Spidell's going to put the ball in play on the back baseline. Full-court pressure put on by the Phoenix. Inbound to Purdy. Purdy double-teamed in the backcourt up the floor to Strasbaugh. Up on the left wing, it goes to right ball to the left wing. Three won't go off the back iron, and the rebound taken down by Donald Payne. Payne gets it up the floor into the front court to Hughley. Hughley drives left of the lane. He's going to jump pass underneath. It goes to Johnson, and it will go up, and is it going to count? The bucket went in. It will count, and a foul will be called on Strasbaugh, and that will be his third. And Adam, check that Shane Weaver will come in off the bench. Smith with nine, and he'll go to the line looking for ten. Strasbaugh's got to leave with those three. Smith, line left. Has given the Phoenix a four-point lead. He'll look to make it five. Put it up, no good. Rebound knocked around. It comes down to Smith. Smith grabbed it away. He'll drive the lane, lay it up right side, up and in. Smith has got 11, and all of a sudden it's a six-point Oberlin lead again. Reeby into the front court. Knocked away, stolen away by Payne. Gets it off on the left-hand side. It goes to Hicks. He'll lay it up and in. Hicks makes it an eight-point lead. Bears have tied it, and now they've or Oberlin has scored the last eight in a row. With it is Reeby. Reeby up the left-hand side. Double team between the circles. Gets it off to Weaver. 5.15 to go. Right side to Purdy for three. Around the rim and in. Colton with 10. His second three of the night. 37-32 Oberlin. Smith drives right side. Kicks it back out front to Hicks. Top of the key. Payne for the three-pointer again. Good again. They are shooting out of their minds. Payne with his first three. And it's 40-32 to Oberlin by eight. They have not shot this well all year long. We've looked at the stats. They just haven't done it. With it on the right-hand side is Reby. Reby with it right wing. 4.40 to go in the third. He'll dribble to the free throw line. Off to Weaver. Right baseline. Spins inside the lane. Bounce pass. It goes to Spidell. Laid it up. Blocked off the backboard by Johnson. Johnson clears it up the floor to Payne. Payne into the front court to Hicks. Left wing to Payne. Payne right corner. It goes to Hughley. Got the shot blocked out of the air. Pulled down by Purdy. Purdy brings it up the floor into the front court. 4.15 to go. Top of the key. Left side it goes to Weaver. He'll drive right of the lane. Lay it up. No good. Too hard. Rebound comes down to Justin Smith. Smith will bring it up around Rydenbaugh to the top of the circle. Bounce pass to Hughley. He'll lay it up. Check that Payne. He'll lay it up and in. Five points for Payne. And it's a ten-point Oberlin lead. Up the floor, Rydenbaugh. Left corner. Corner with it. Gets it back out front to Reeby. Reeby with 3.54 to go in the third quarter. Left side of the front court. Top of the circle. Reeby with it on the right wing to Weaver. Weaver gets it off to Purdy. Right corner three, no good. Rebound out of the air. Comes down to Spidell. One dribble. Laid it up and in from the left side. Spidell with seven. Timeout. Waynedale. It will be a full timeout. 3.39 to go in the third quarter. Your score. It is Oberlin 42, Waynedale 34. Steps Den on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food to custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. 
Zeb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear, on Main Street in Apple Creek. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Eric Reby using his second timeout. He'll have three left, a 60 and two thirties. 42-34. Bears will put on full court pressure. Jake Schaup and Titus Bixler into the ballgame for the Bears. Spidell is out of the game. In the backcourt, Payne gets it up the floor to Hughley. Hughley still in the backcourt and out of Payne. Into the front court to Hicks. Hicks with it. Back off to Payne. Left wing now to Hughley. Pass underneath to Malik Aguanigla, who's into the ballgame now. Off to Hughley. Put up the shot from the left corner. No good. And the rebound taken down by Shane Weaver. Weaver. Double teamed in the backcourt. Gets it back over to Purdy. Purdy will bring it across the timeline into the front court, hounded by Hughley. Purdy with the basketball. Right sideline in front of the Wayndale bench. Dribbles down to the right baseline with the basketball. Bounce pass to Reby. Top of the key for the three. Way off the mark. And the rebound goes out of bounds. Back to Oberlin. Three minutes exactly to go in the third quarter. Bears down by eight. 42-34. Winner goes on to Wednesday night's regionals, the semis. Into the front court, Hughley. Hughley, left baseline, dishes it back over in the right corner to Smith. Smith fakes, gets it off to Hicks, top of the circle, the end of the line, gets it back off to Smith in the right wing. Smith now dribbles it out near the timeline between the circles, right side paint, bounce pass right of the lane to Aquanigua. Aquanigua with the basketball, backs inside, put it up with the left hand off the glass rim, no good, rebound Weaver. That's a couple of heavyweights right there battling for the rebound, and Weaver came away with it. Gets it up to Purdy. Bears still down by 8, 225 to go in the third. Purdy with it, looking left, goes to Bixler. Bixler on the left side to Schaup. Schaup with it between the legs, dribble, top of the key to the line, dishes it off right corner to Reeby, pump fake inside the lane for 17, no good. Rebound tapped out front, comes down to Payne, up the floor, knocked free, Hicks got it, and then Payne walked with the basketball before he ever got the pass away. 42-34, Adam Mullet will come into the ball game now for Waynedale, and leaving is Colton Purdy as he gets a breather. 2.09 to go. In this third quarter, Bears down eight. And they have the basketball to Reby. And now Oberlin drops off the full court pressure for the first time this evening. And they'll pick up right at midcourt. Reby behind the back dribble to the right side. Double team picked up by Aquanigua. Gets it off on the right side. Reby with the top of the circle to Mullet. Left wing Bixler. Back out front to Weaver. Weaver with it on the right side. It goes to Reby. Reby as Aaron Spidell comes to the scorer's table. He'll come in at the next buzzer. Gets it off to Reby right wing to the free throw line, to the elbow. Back out to Weaver to the line, and he's going to be fouled by Smith. And on Smith, that will be his third. And that is the first against Oberlin here in the half. Bixler out, Weaver out, Spidell in. Now check that, Bixler stays in. Mullet just comes in for Spidell. Now, 
Hicks and Payne will leave the ball game. Robinson in along with Trayvon Jackson, the hero of the first half. And now David Carter comes in and Smith will sit down with those three. And now Donald Johnson will come back in. And Aquanigua will leave. 139 to go in the third. Bixler inbounds it just to the left of the Waynedale bench. Off the mullet. Underneath pass to Bixler. Left hand left. No. Tip up Spidell. No. Tip up against Spidell. No. Rebound comes down. Johnson lost it. Picked up by Spidell up and in. Aaron with his ninth point of the night. On the other way comes Hughley. He's going to throw up a shot. No good. And a foul will be called on Mullet as Hughley went to the floor. And, of course, Hughley went to the floor because Mullet weighs about 240. And Hughley weighs dripping wet, maybe 135. 36, 42-36. Oberlin leads it by six, and Hughley will go to the line as Mullet picked up his first. This is where Oberlin had a tough time on Monday night against Northwestern. But tonight, they've just shot the lights out. First one by Hughley is up. No good. 123 to go. Bears down by six. Hughley backs all the way out of the circle. Now comes back up to the line. And I'm not sure what we are discussing over here on the side, but Michael Clark decided to get everything underway. Second one by Hughley is good. Hughley's got eight. He's their leading scorer. Averages 14. And the Bears are down now by 7, 43-36. Now full court pressure put on by Oberlin again. Reby in the backcourt. We'll bring it up the left side. Around Johnson, lost the handle of the dribble, but picks it up to the free throw line, intercepted by Trayvon Jackson. Jackson gets it up the floor to Hicks, and then he threw it right past Hughley and out of bounds. So the exchange of turnovers gives it back to the Bears with 106 left. Now Reby will come out, and Purdy comes in. And Brevin needs a breather. 106 to go. 43-36, Oberlin. Bixler looking. Inbounds the basketball to Purdy. Purdy back to Bixler. Left side to Spidell. Up the floor, Mullet and Mullet. They're going to call a walk on him. That is the 12th turnover tonight against Waynedale. They had four against Norway in total. 43-36. Jackson will put the ball in play at midcourt. And he does to Robinson. Robinson will bring it into the front court. Robinson dribbles around Bixler. And a foul is going to be called on Jake Schaup. And I'm not sure what Jake did. He fell down. Robinson fell down. Nobody touched each other. And Larry Reardon called a foul. This has been the most confusingly called game we may have seen this year, other than maybe the Hillsdale game over in Jeromesville. So the foul on Jake Schaup, that is his first. And the fourth against Waynedale as a team. Oberlin has it, and they get it off to Hughley. Hughley stands out near the timeline, running some clock. 40 seconds to go. Bixler's going to face guard Hughley all over the floor now. Jackson got the ball knocked free, stolen away by Schaub. Up the floor to Purdy. Purdy into the front court. Three on two, and then Purdy double dribbled with the basketball. Wow. Every time the Bears seem to be able to take advantage of something, they turn the ball over themselves. That's the one thing Eric Reby said they couldn't do tonight. Inbounds pass into the backcourt with 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Oberlin with it, and Hughley will bring it across. Hughley into the frontcourt. Stop and go dribble against Bixler. Titus playing man-to-man against it. 
Hughley near the timeline. 15 seconds to go in the third quarter. On the right-hand side, it goes to Hughley. Hughley with it. Dribbles off on the right-hand side. Drives the lane. Underneath to Johnson. Laid it up. No. Rebound Bixler. Up the floor, Purdy. Six seconds to go. Purdy on the right-hand side. Triple team. And he walked. And there'll be a foul called on Oberlin. So the Bears will have it with 1.7 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Purdy will put the ball in play. And let's see who they designed this play for with 1.7. Mullet wants the ball down low, guarded by Johnson. They inbound the ball to Spidell. Half-court shot. Boy, that was not a very well-designed play. As the Bears just inbounded it out near the timeline and didn't have any time to do anything with it. Eight minutes to go in the ball game as we enter the fourth quarter. Your score, it's the Phoenix 43, Waynedale 36. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or a deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every single job. From the ground up to a new house and everything else, call Yoder Builders in Orville, 330-684-1050. A member of the HBA and a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride? The Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, of course. Their menu is full of things that will water your taste buds. Build your own burger. The wings every Thursday night are half price. And there's the brisket and pulled pork. Everything cooked to your satisfaction so you are sure you want to come back. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sundays, 11 to 8. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Well, it has not been a very well-played basketball game for a championship contest. Both teams are turning the ball over, 14 for Oberlin, 13 for Waynedale, but Oberlin has the lead, and Waynedale has the basketball to open up the fourth and final quarter of play. For one of these teams, it's the last quarter of the year. Bounce pass on the right-hand side, taken away by Smith. And that evens the turnover factor at 15 apiece. Up the floor, Payne got the shot blocked out of the air by Spidell, and it will go out of bounds back to Oberlin. Reeve and Reidenbaugh back into the ball game. Bixler is out. Shout will be out. 7.42 to go in the ball game. 43-36 over with the basketball underneath their own bucket on the left-hand side. Payne will inbound it. To the left elbow to Johnson. Dribbles in against Mullet. He'll put it up around the rim. Fell out. Rebound Spidell. Aaron with the rebound. Clears it off to Purdy. And Purdy will bring it around a pick by Mullet into the front court. 7.29 to go in the ball game. Purdy with it right side. Looks left, goes right to Mullet. Mullet underneath the Spidell on the backdoor layup. Missed the layup! Rebound taken down by Hughley. Hughley will bring it into the front court. Hook pass underneath right side to Smith. Put it up. Blocked out of the air by Mullet. Mullet back again. Blocked out of the air by Mullet again. And Smith and a foul will be called. No, jump ball. And it will go back to Oberlin. Mullet with two block shots underneath against Smith. And Oberlin will keep the basketball. Maybe the Bears can use this to spur some momentum. 7-10 to go in the ballgame. Payne will put it in play right of his own bucket. Payne looking, looking. Lobs it out front. And it'll go near the timeline and into the backcourt. But that's not a violation. And it's picked up by Hicks. And he'll bring it across into the front court. Hicks with it. On the right-hand side. Now he goes to Payne. 
Payne looking sideline right, looking underneath to the free throw line. Dribbles inside, lays it up with the right hand on the left side of the lane. No good, but a foul will be called on Waynedale. Foul will be called on Purdy. Colton with his first, and that's the fifth against Waynedale as a team. Two for Oberlin, and going line left will be Payne. Payne's got five, and he'll shoot two. Shoots it, got it. Six points on the night for Payne. And Oberlin just continues to shoot the ball well. And Nick Strassball with those three will come into the ball game. Payne the second one. Line left. Eyes it. Shoots it. Got it. Payne with seven. And it's 45-36. Oberlin. Mullet will leave. Strassball's back in. Full court pressure again by Oberlin. Spidell will trigger it in. Does to Purdy. Purdy. Looking to bring it across into the front court with a right-hand dribble. Now the left-hand crosses over to the right, to the right sideline. Purdy with it. Down to the right baseline, guarded by Hughley. Looks underneath, gets it off the Strasbaugh. Pump fake, got the ball knocked away and out of bounds. And it'll go back. I don't know how they didn't call a foul on that, on Strasbaugh. He got elbowed in the nose and then knocked down. And no foul call, but the ball goes back to Oberlin. On the turnover. Into the front court, Hughley. Hughley off the Smith on the right-hand side near the right corner. He'll dribble it back out front. Six and a half minutes to go, and Oberlin content to just use as much time as they possibly can. They came here with roses, ready to celebrate a district championship, and they are 6.15 away from doing that. With it is Smith, drives in against Strasbaugh. Now stop and go dribble. Now back out front. Smith still with the dribble. Gets it on the left-hand side to Payne, down in the left corner to Hughley, left of the lane, and a foul will be called on Spidell against Donald Johnson. And on Aaron, that will be his third. And that's the sixth on Waynedale. 6.04 to go in the game. And Oberlin will go to the line for the rest of the ball game. Inbounds pass out front near the timeline from underneath the bucket. Goes out front to Smith. Smith with it, guarded by Strasbaugh. Smith drives inside. She gets the pass right baseline to Johnson. Out front to Payne. Payne will now bring it out front. Payne with the basketball. Excuse me, that's Hicks. Hicks with the basketball near the center circle. Between the legs dribble. Hicks is going to drive the lane, dish it off on the left baseline to Smith. As Oberlin just goes in and out, in and out. With it on the left-hand side as Hughley drives the lane. Blocked out of the air. Saved on the baseline, and it'll go out of bounds. And now the officials are going to confer, and now they're going to give it back to Waydale. Bears will get the ball back with 5.34 left to go in the game. And oh, could they use a three here. Spidell will trigger it in. Does to Purdy again. Purdy in the backcourt. Guarded by Hughley around a pick by Strasbaugh. Into the front court to Strasbaugh. Now back to Purdy. Top of the circle. To the right side. Purdy with the basketball. Purdy with a left-hand dribble. Left of the front court. It goes now to Reby. Reby around a pick by Spidell. Top of the key to Strasbaugh. He's going to drive the lane back outside to Rydenbaugh. Step back for the three. Got it! There's the three they needed. Rydenbaugh's got six. And it's 45-39. Up the floor. Knocked away. Stolen away by Strasbaugh. Ball loose. Now picked up by Payne. Underneath to Johnson. One step. Blocked out of the air by Spidell! Aaron Spidell with the block shot against Johnson as he was going for the jam. Spidell's going to drive the lane. Lay it up. It will go in and out. No good. Strasbaugh the rebound. Back up. Blocked out of bounds by Johnson. And it will stay with Waynedale. 4.49 to go in the game. Bears clinging 
right now down by six, 45-39. Purdy will put the ball in play, right of his own bucket. Inbounds the basketball to Spidell, left in the lane, no good. Spidell the rebound, no good. Tip up and in by Spidell. Spidell with three shots, finally got it to go. He's got nine. It's a four-point Oberlin lead. Up the floor, Smith. Back out to Payne. Left-hand side, Hicks. Hicks left of the circle, three. Got it. Hicks has got five. Every time the Bears do something right, Oberlin comes back to counter it. Timeout, Oberlin. Hicks has got five on his first three of the night. 4.28 to go in the game. Your score, Oberlin 48, Waynedale 41. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Exceeding your expectations is what the Spidell Funeral Home strives for. Every day, the Spidell Funeral Home proves what matters most. They've been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand. When you come in, the Spidell Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting with your choices, and trust your family with their care. The Spidell Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidell Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Bears have the basketball down by seven. 4.28 to go in the game. 48-41 Oberlin. Strasbaugh will put the ball in play on the back baseline. Inbounds the basketball to Brevin Reby. Reby with it in the backcourt. Brevin with it around a pick by Strasbaugh into the front court Behind the back dribble. Brevin guarded by Hicks. Brevin with it on the left-hand side to Spidell. Left wing Reidenbaugh. Bounce pass top of the key to Strasbaugh. Back over left wing to Reidenbaugh. Long three will be short. Rebound comes out long. Picked off by Hicks. And he'll be fouled by Reby. And it'll be a one-and-one situation, and Hicks will go line left. Brevin with his second. And Hicks will go line left. Hicks tonight, five points. He just hit the three. And now he'll go to the line shooting one-and-one. 4.07 to go in the ballgame. Hicks, line left. Eyes it, shoots it, got it. Hicks has six. And it's 49-41. Hicks now the second one from line left. Dips, shoots, and that one is around and out. No good. Johnson got the rebound. Put it up. No, Spidell got the rebound that time. That's the first rebound of the night by Donald Johnson. Into the front court, and a foul will be called as Reby will be fouled, and that will be on Justin Smith, and that's his fourth. That is just the third against Oberlin as a team. Purdy will put the ball in play. 3.57 to go. Bears down by 8. 49-41. Now Spidell will switch with Purdy, and Spidell will inbound it. And he does to Purdy. Purdy signaling for Strasbaugh to come up and set a pick, and he does. Purdy dribbles around it up the right-hand side. Looks for Reby. Can't get it to him. Gets it off on the left baseline to Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh to the wing. Right of the lane to Strasbaugh. Back out front to Reby. Reby left of the lane. It goes to Spidell inside the lane. Put up the semi-hook shot around it in. 
Aaron with 13, six-point Oberlin lead, 3.33 to go in the game. Up the floor, Payne. Payne on the right baseline to Smith. Back out front, Payne right of the front court. Between the circles to Hughley. Hughley down on the left baseline to Payne for three. No good, rebound Spidell. Aaron with the basketball. Gets it up the floor to Reedy. Now to Reidenbaugh for the three-pointer right wing. No. Strasbaugh the rebound. Back up. No. Rebound tapped outside. Comes down to Reedy right of the lane. Left wing to Purdy for three. Got it. Timeout way down. Purdy with 13. 3.06 to go in the game. Timeout Bears. Your score. Overland 49. Waynedale 46. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been servicing the community. From snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver and the Apple Creek Drive-Thru staff. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck in tournament play. Stop by after the game. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important, which is why Casa de Sassi always operates in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sassi today, 330-830-9760. Pressure put on by the Bears. They're down by three. Three minutes to go in the ballgame. After that timeout. And Payne walked with the basketball. He was nonchalant and walked with the basketball. Turnover. Overland Bears could tie it with a three. That's 16 turnovers on the night. Bears have two timeouts left. Overland has three. Purdy inbounds it into the backcourt to Strasbaugh. And then he goes back and gets it. Purdy left-hand side, Reby. Reby with it left of the front court. Reby right side to Purdy. Purdy with it, guarded by Hughley. Left side now to Reby. 2.45 to go in the ballgame. Bears down by three, 49-46. Reby on the run. The gun, good! From the left side. Reby's got seven. It's a one-point game. Overland leads it, 49-48. Hughley into the front court. Drives the lane. Dishes the back out front to Hicks. Now on the right side, Payne. Payne with it on the right wing. Payne right corner to Smith. Smith is going to dribble it out. 49-48 Overland. 2.20 to go. Smith's going to drive the lane. Knocked free by Strasbaugh. And a foul will be called on Nick. I'm not quite sure what is a foul tonight. I'm seriously not. Strasbaugh picks up his fourth. That's the eighth against the Bears. Doesn't matter. Going to the line will be Smith. He's 0 for 1 from the strike tonight for 11. He'll shoot 1 and 1. Smith eyes it, shoots it, got it. He is a line drive shooter. That makes it a two-point game. 50 to 48, 217 remaining. In the ball game. Smith, the second one. Dips, shoots, line drives, no good. Rebound knocked out of bounds off Hughley. Back to the Bears. 215 to go in your game. Two-point lead by the Phoenix. Strasbaugh will put it in on the back baseline. It does to Purdy. Purdy, this is where we wondered how Overland would react. The youngsters in a tight game late in the game. Let's see what happens. 
Purdy, jump pass, intercepted by Johnson. Up the floor to Hughley, outruns it, straws one, knocked free, and it'll be last touched by Nick and out of bounds. So Oberlin will keep it, 50-48, to 48, 201 to go in the game. Payne will put it in play in front of the Oberlin bench. Lobs it out near the left of the circle. It goes down to Smith, left of the lane. Ball knocked free. Ball is picked up by Hughley, put it up off the glass and in. Every 50-50 ball tonight has pretty much come up Oberlin. A bit at 49 to go. Reby into the front court. Oberlin leads it by four. Reby with it on the left sideline. Now top of the circle. Reby, jump pass. Outside goes to Spidell, knocked free by Oberlin. And then Smith dribbled it off his foot and out of bounds. This has been a struggle, not only against Oberlin, but against the Waynedale Bears themselves. 1.38 to go in the game. Spidell will put it in play on the far side in the front court. Aaron with the basketball. Inbounds it to Purdy between the circles. Right side, Rydenbaugh. Rydenbaugh looking underneath. Had an open Spidell. Couldn't get it to him. Now to Brevin. Brevin, top of the key. Three, no. Rebound short. Comes down to Smith. Smith with it in the backcourt. Full court pressure now put on the Bears on the impromptu. Up the floor now to Johnson. Back out to Payne. A minute 20 to go in the game. Back out front to Smith. Smith gets it on the left-hand side. Payne. Payne with it. Hook pass out to Smith. Takes right. Looks left. Goes right-hand side. Over to Payne. Underneath pass to Hicks. Put it up. No good. Rebound Strasbaugh. Nick clears it off up the floor to Spidell. Spidell brings it up on the right sideline to Rydenbaugh for three. No good. Rebound goes over the backboard and out of bounds. 57.2 seconds to go. Bears down by four and Oberlin with the basketball. 52-48. Oberlin inbounds the ball to Hughley. And Hughley will bring it up the right side into the front court. Stolen by Rydenbaugh. Up the floor to Purdy. Purdy back to Rydenbaugh. Left wing for three. No good. Rebound loose. Comes down to Hughley. Hughley up the floor. Stolen by Strasbaugh. And a foul will be called on Nick Strasbaugh. Nick will foul out of the ball game. Nick has not been able to breathe on anybody tonight, and they've called a foul against him. 43.2 seconds to go. Weaver into the ball game. For a championship game, for these guys to have a championship game, this reflects poorly upon the refereeing in Northeast Ohio. Smith will go line left. 43.2 seconds to go. He eyes it, shoots it, got it. He's got 13. And he's two for four, and he'll look for his fifth one here in just a second. 53-48, Oberlin. Second one by Smith, line left. Shoots it, in and out, back in again. Smith has got 14, and it's 54-48. Reedy. Into the front court. Left-hand side to Spidell. Spidell top of the key. Long three. No good off the back iron. Rebound chased down on the sideline by Purdy. Purdy with the basketball. Right wing. 28 seconds to go. Purdy is going to dump the pass on the left of the lane to Weaver. Out front to Rydenbaugh for the long three again. No good. Rebound knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Overland. Bears ball. Bears have two timeouts left. 20.1 seconds to go. 54-48.
Purdy will put the ball in play right of his own bucket. Looking, looking. Inbounds it right of the lane, and a foul will be called on Hughley, but it really doesn't. That's just their fourth. Hughley picks up his third, and now Oberlin will use a timeout. 19.1 seconds to go in the ballgame. Your score. Oberlin 54, Waynedale 48. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that, nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning, nicely. Now the broth, it's Asian inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge, perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork be inspired. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com 19.1 seconds to go in the game Bears will have the basketball down by 6 they have just not been able to hit the 3 when they need it you live by the 3, you die by the 3 Purdy will put the ball in play on the right side of his own bucket Colton looking, looking Trying to find somebody. Can't find anyone. Inbound to Weaver. Weaver reverse layup. Laid it up and in and he's fouled. Weaver with four. So they got, they're going for the three the old-fashioned way. Foul on Donald Johnson. That's just his first. Unbelievable for a guy his size as much as he plays down low. And he's only got one late in the game. Weaver. Line right. Dips. Shoots. Got it. Weaver with five in the ball game, 54-51, and a foul will be called against the Bears. Is what that's what they've got to do, and they foul Payne. Foul on Reby. That will be his third, and it will be a one and one. Bears have two timeouts left. So do Oberlin. Eric's got one of each. A 30 and a 60. Payne line left. He is two for two from the strike tonight, shooting one and one. Eyes the front end, puts it up. It is good. Boy, that was nothing but net. I will say this about the youngsters from Oberlin. They are showing ice water in their veins. Payne three for three for eight tonight. Eyes it, shoots it, got it again. He's got nine. It's a five-point lead, 14 seconds. Reby up the floor on the right side, drives the lane, lays it up, won't go too hard. Rebound, Smith. Smith with it in the backcourt, six seconds. That'll do it. Oberlin will win the district by a final score here tonight of 56-51. to The Bears tried to come back, just could not get the shots to drop tonight. And the senior-laden group from Waynedale bows out of the tournament, and Oberlin will continue on into the regional semifinals on Wednesday night against the winner of the Tusla St. Thomas Aquinas game. Bears bow out of the tournament with a record of 18-6. and six. Your final score once again tonight from Worcester High. It is Oberlin 56, 
Waynedale 51. The postgame show is next on HaldemanSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears Tournament Basketball. This game has been brought to you by Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Shout Brothers Farms. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, call 830-9760. The Spidel Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. And by Yoder Builders in Orville. A special tournament postgame show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Grab your phone and step up to the plate every Monday night at 9 p.m. to join the conversation with Ohio Baseball Weekly on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We'll discuss the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds with your hosts, Dave Mitchell and Mark Donahue. They'll bring you up to date on the success and failure of the Reds and Indians. It's Ohio Baseball Weekly with Dave Mitchell and Mark Donahue, Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on UltimateSportsTalk.com. It's time now for a special tournament edition of the post-game and star of the game show. Brought to you by Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now by calling 695-7111. Now let's go back to the floor for a recap of this tournament game and the presentation of the Lem's Pizza star of the game. Well, your final score here this evening. Oberlin defeats the Waynedale Golden Bears 56 to 51, in which we can now say is Eric Reeby's final game as head coach of the Bears. He finishes up his career with 199 wins, 162 defeats. Overland, they are now 19 and 6 on the year, and they will continue on into tournament play as they will play in the regionals on Wednesday night in Canton at the Fieldhouse, and that will be against the winner of the Tusla St. Thomas Aquinas game going on here this evening at Salem. High school. Overland got out in front of it, 15 to 12. Bears actually took an early 3 nothing lead, and then led it 5 to 3. But then after that, it was pretty much all Overland. They led it by three at the end of the first quarter, 15 to 12. They outscored the Bears in the second quarter, 14 to 12, to lead it by five at halftime, 29 to 24. Thanks mainly to the strength of Trayvon Jackson in that first half, who had 12 points in the first half on two three pointers, including a three at the buzzer of the first half that gave Overland that five-point lead after the Bears had cut it to two. In the third quarter, the Bears ended up down by seven as Overland extended their lead. And then in the fourth quarter, the Bears had a couple of opportunities to actually tie the ball game with a three-pointer but could not get anything to drop. And they lose it here tonight, 56-51. Bears will round out the season at 18-6 and six on the year. And for the third time in ten seasons, they are the district runner-ups. 56-51 the score here tonight. 
Bears lose it by five to Oberlin. We'll be back to take a look at the stats right after this timeout. At Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, you can expect the pizza you won't get anywhere else. One of the reasons we've been in business since 1996 is we use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out at Lem's. Open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 2. Open until 9 Sunday through Thursday until 10 on Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza. On the square in Fredericksburg. Call now, 695-7111. Well, you know when you got a senior-laden group, it's always tough to say goodbye to them. And in this case, it's tough to say goodbye to this group because they have been so special to the program over the last three or four years. And tonight... They end up bowing out of it by a final here of 56 to 51. Oberlin now 19 and 6 on the year. Let's check out the stats for them. They were led in scoring tonight by Justin Smith. Smith played most of the game in foul trouble. He had 14 points in the ball game, three of five from the line. He had one three-pointer, seven points in the first half, seven points in the second half. 12 points off the bench, all in the first half by Trayvon Jackson. He had two three-pointers. Ten points going to Caleb Hughley. He was one of two from the line, one three-pointer, and three rebounds. Nine points to David Payne, one three-pointer, four of four from the line, including two down the stretch that really sealed the game for Oberlin. He had two rebounds. Six points tonight for Zion Hicks. He was one of two from the line. They all came in the second half. He had one three-pointer and one rebound. And Donald Johnson had five points tonight. One of one from the line, two block shots, and one offensive rebound. Oberlin, from the field in the game, they were 20 of 39 from the field for 51%. 17 of 12 from, 7 of 12, I'm sorry, from three-point range for 58%. From the line, they were 10 of 14 for 71%. They grabbed only 12 rebounds tonight, three of them offensive, and that's because they just didn't miss many shots in the first half. They shot 60%. They committed 10 fouls and 17 turnovers in the game. And as far as Oberlin is concerned, they shot 10 times inside the paint in the first half, and in the second half inside the paint, they shot another 10. So in the ball game, of their 39 shots, 20 of them, came inside the paint, and that is what beat the Bears here this evening. As far as Waynedale is concerned, let's take a look at their situation here statistically in their final game of the year. They were led by Colton Purdy and Aaron Spidell, each with 13. Purdy had 13, three three-pointers, three rebounds tonight. Aaron Spidell had 13 points, three of four from the line, but Spidell also had... 13 rebounds here this evening. He was a rebounding machine in the tournament. Seven points going to Brevin Reby in his last year. One three-pointer. Six points going to Evan Reidenbaugh on two three-pointers tonight. Five points going to Shane Weaver on three of three from the line. Two rebounds for Shane. Four points going to Adam Mullet off the bench in the first half. He had one rebound. Two points going to Nick Strasbaugh. He played most of the game in foul trouble. Strasbaugh ended up with five rebounds tonight. And one point going to Jake Schaup on one of two from the line. One rebound in the ball game. The Bears were seven of nine from the line in the contest. And that was 78%. 
As far as team fouls, the Bears committed 15 team fouls from the field. The Bears were 13 of 28 from two-point range for 46%. They were only 6 of 20 from three-point range for 30%. And total, 19 of 48. They shot 40% here tonight. They grabbed 27 rebounds. 15 of them were offensive, and they committed 17 turnovers tonight. 13 more than they committed all of the game on Tuesday night against Norway. Your final score once again, Overland 56, Waynedale 51. We'll be back to wrap things up from Worcester after this final timeout. One pizza with homemade taste, try Lem's Pizza. On the square in Fredericksburg, locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, and wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch, Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics and the star of the game. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. So your final here tonight, 56-51 in this district championship game. And it's time now to give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game. And I don't think there is any doubt who we'll give it to tonight. We're going to give it to all of the seniors for Waynedale here this evening. And those seniors include Jake Schaup, Aaron Spidell, Nick Strasbaugh, Brevin Reby, Evan Reidenbaugh, Titus Bixler, Shane Weaver, and Garrett Higgins. Going to give away the Lem's Pizza star of the game to all of those seniors here tonight. And Mark Lemon can have a little pizza party with them at Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Well, we want to thank a lot of people here tonight. First of all, as this is our last broadcast, uh, we may do some baseball and softball games, but for right now, this will be our last broadcast for at least a couple of months. I want to thank all of our sponsors here this evening. PNC Bank for our pregame show, Lem's Pizza for our postgame show, Apple Creek Bank for our halftime show, and the other sponsors, Apple Creek drive Through, the Sharp Brothers Farms, the Spidel Funeral Home, the Fire and Ice Pub, Yoder Builders, Miller Custom Exteriors, Deb's Den, Murphy Promotions, Dutch Quality Stone, and Casa de Sassi. I want to thank all of those sponsors for making these broadcasts possible for you here this year on UltimateSportsTalk.com. I want to thank Chris Lapish and Eric Reby for being such gentlemen and helping us out so much during the broadcast season. Scott Murphy for helping us out with stats on the computer all season long. To the assistant coaches, Kevin Stacy, Rick Geiser, Pat Mitchell, and Kyle Ritchie. To them, want to thank them. To everybody involved with Waynedale Athletics, we'd like to thank them. To Louis Stanley, I'd like to thank him. Matt Zerker, just all sorts of thanks and congratulations to the entire Waynedale Athletic Department and the Athletic Booster Club. Can't forget them and the cheerleaders tonight as they have done an outstanding job all year long. And, of course, Deb Mitchell, who's helped us out with stats all season long this year for the Waynedale Golden Bears. Sorry to see the season go, but we'll be back again next year, God willing, to bring you some more Waynedale high school football, basketball, possibly some volleyball, and some wrestling next season. The Bears are in good shape. The JV team was an outstanding 16-5 and on the season also, so they will be coming back next year. Should be an interesting year, but Eric Reby bows out as head coach of the Bears for the second time. 
leads the program with 199 wins. Unfortunately, he just couldn't get that 200th win, but Eric's been an outstanding coach for the Bears, and he will be sorely missed on the basketball program. So our thanks to everybody for listening here tonight. Greg Mitchell also for producing tonight's program. I'm Dave Mitchell for one final time in this 2015-16 season, reminding you the final score tonight from Worcester High School in the district finals. It was Oberlin, 56, Wayndale, 51. Until next time, everyone, I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game Show. Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now by calling 695-7111. Join us after each and every game for the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game Show. Join us next time for Wayndale Golden Bears basketball. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.